All right. Hey, friends. I am Shane Winnings, and I am so excited today that we are going to kick off a 63-week series that is modeled after my book, and that's why you're here. It is called I Will Always Overcome, and it is a 63-day devotional that will lead you from a place of fear and worry and anxiety and depression and and heaviness and, and maybe wrong views and opinions of yourself or of God into a place of faith and that's why we're here. We want to get a more in-depth study of this book. And so what I would encourage you is to read this book the way it's written as a 63-day devotional. You know, there's a reason I wrote it this way and I explained it in there, but it is scientifically proven that over the course of nine weeks, you can reprogram your mind. And that's what the Bible talks about, renewing your mind, washing your mind with the Word. And that's what we're going to do. But in this series, we're going to take a deeper dive each week into a devotional, and we're going to span it out over 63 weeks. And so I think that's going to be, one, a fun, long journey for us to take together. You know, I think that's something like 15 months. But two, you know, not only are you getting this daily devotional, you know, for nine weeks, but now we're getting to really get into some of the, you know, um, thoughts behind each day. And we're going to be able to answer some questions. And for those of you who are interested or considering joining the top tier, I would highly encourage you to do that. You know, one, you get a signed copy of the book, uh, which if you already have a copy, you can give it away or you can gift it to someone else. But two, we're going to do a monthly Zoom call for 90 minutes where I'll take questions and we'll jump further into the topics of that month. But that is what I want to encourage you all to do is, is to consider joining us on that Zoom call and I'm really excited to be doing that. But today, this is day one. We are going to jump right in. And I want you to know that over the course of the next, you know, 63 weeks, we're going to um, look at a lot of the leadership experiences and strategies and stories that I've been blessed to walk through uh, in my time as an army officer and as a police officer working uh, south of Seattle. You know, I want to help you connect some of these truths with a real-world application. And so I want to thank you again for joining me. We are all going to learn how to be overcomers, so let's do it. If you've got your book, let's flip open to day one. And we're going to read it together, and then we're going to dive into it, okay? Day one, I am made in God's image. Here's the verse for the day, the biblical truth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. That's Genesis 1, 27. Here's what I said. The truth about your life is that you were created by God in his very image, in his likeness. The world will try to force different identities on you or tell you who you should be or how you need to, be, to change to be liked or accepted. God isn't saying those things. He knows the image he made you in, but because of sin, that image was lost. As a result, every person since the days of Adam and Eve was born in need of love, and those who try to find it in the world will end up looking nothing like they were created to look. Maybe you find yourself in that place right now. Know this, Jesus Christ came to earth to pay the penalty for our sin and restore our access to our Father in heaven. 
The blood of Jesus removes the sin of those who call upon his name. Now we have the ability to seek God and can find our true identity. Regardless of what life, the world, or the enemy is speaking to you today, rest in the truth of God's word, which says you were made by him and he was pleased with his creation. And we're going to go through the prayer and then we will jump further into this. So why don't you close your eyes? I would love to read this prayer over you. If you're doing the devotional, you know that it says to do the prayer out loud. And uh, I trust that you're doing that in your day-to-day. But for this, I will pray it and just pray along with me. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for this day. I thank you that today I belong to you. I am yours, and you are my Lord, my Master, and my Savior. I thank you that you have created me in your image, and you did not make a mistake when you made me. I thank you, God, that day by day you are shaping and molding me into the image of your Son, Jesus. I yield to you today completely and give you full permission to use me for your glory. I ask you to reveal to me anything inside of me that is not like you so that I can give it to you. Father, I ask that you would speak to me. I pray today that you would help me see more and more who you are so that I can learn who I am. I know that I will always overcome because of you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, isn't that good? So day one, I wanted to kick it off with image. You know, as I said in here, the world is trying to tell you who you should be and what you should run after. And the world doesn't even know its own image. You know, if you look at the news, you will see that identity and what the world says our identity should be, what you should identify with or as, has changed. You know, I'm 31 years old, going to be 32 this summer. And even in my short life, I have seen the media and celebrities pushing one thing, pushing the next. And that's because they're looking too. But as Christians, we can know our identity, even at a young age. A child who is raised in the ways of the Lord can know their identity in Christ. You know, if you're not born again and you're watching this, the Bible says in Colossians 1.21 that the way we're born is not inherently good. The world might say it is. But the way that we're actually born is hostile and it's wicked. Think about this. You don't have to tell a two-year-old to be selfish. You don't even have to tell a one-year-old. You take a toy from a one-year-old and watch what happens. They're going to cry. I have a three-month-old. If he's playing or if I take his pacifier out, he's going to cry. Why? Because he wants it his way. Look at toddlers as they're growing up. They'll take toys from each other. You don't have to teach them to do things like that, to be selfish. You don't have to teach them to lie. You have to teach them to tell the truth. Why? Because there's something in us, and it's called a sin nature that we're born with, and it's because of Adam in the garden. And as unbelievers, our identity is as sinners. But here's what's so cool about that. 
Even though the Bible says our sin made us enemies of God, the Bible also says that while we were still sinners, God showed his love for us by sending Jesus to die for us. So Jesus didn't even come die for a bunch of good people. He didn't die for a heroic cause, and actually to everyone else it looked foolish. But he died for us as sinners. That's Romans 5, 8. God showed his love. He demonstrated it. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Why? Because of what I wrote in here. God knows the image that you were made in. God knows your identity. Now, your identity might have been lost by sin, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ, if you come to him by faith, the Bible says you can be born again. All of the sudden, I'm made brand new. I'm walking in the identity that Jesus paid for that I was created in in the first place. Isn't that amazing? In, in, in the Garden of Eden, what did God say to them? The day you eat of the tree, you shall surely die. But they didn't drop dead when they ate the tree, so what died? Relationship, access to God, the image of God they were created in was lost because sin came into the picture. It was completely cut off. They were cut off from God, kicked out of the garden. Jesus comes. He fulfills the law perfectly. He dies on the cross. His blood shed covers and removes the sins of the world. And when we come to him by faith, the Bible says we're made brand new. And Colossians 1.21 says that the purpose of that was so that we could be presented to God by Jesus. He could take us, a sinner, a wicked, hostile person, covered in his blood, and present us to God as holy, blameless, and righteous. That is your identity as a Christian. You're not a mistake. You're not a screw-up. You're not the result of two people coming together and your dad was a little drunk and your mom was looking good that night. That's not what you're reduced to. You're not reduced to being an orphan. You're not reduced to being a rape victim, a, a, a product of a rape. You're not reduced to any of those things. Your identity, your image comes from your creator, not the parents who came together and made you. You have a much higher value. You have a much higher calling than your earthly circumstances that brought you into this life. God uses everything that we go through. And maybe you do have a rough upbringing. Maybe your story is tough. Know that the Bible says that even in your mother's womb, no matter what circumstances you got there, he was knitting you and forming you and shaping you. The Bible says that you were predestined before the foundation of the world to be conformed into the image of his son. That means that even before the world was formed, he always wanted you to know him. He always wanted you to be transformed to look like Jesus, like his son. And he gave everyone the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. And today, you have an invitation to believe in the name of the Lord. The Bible says that all who call upon the Lord shall be saved. And today, you can know God, you can be saved, and you can find your identity. Because listen, you're not going to find it in the world. I was 25 years old. I had a five-bedroom house. I had a Mustang GT. I had a Jeep Wrangler. I had a motorcycle. I had a dog. I was a combat veteran. I had money in the bank. I had everything I could want, and I wanted to be dead. Why? Because I was addicted to things. I was insecure. I was broken. I had PTSD. I was dealing with all of the stuff that we all go through. 
Your story might not be like mine, but I bet we've gone through a lot of the same types of situations and had the same responses. You see, I tried to fulfill myself in the world and I had everything I'd wanted as a kid and it wasn't enough. Jesus came into my heart and he fulfilled me entirely. Soon after that, I was living with a friend. I didn't have my house anymore. I sold my Mustang. I sold my Jeep. All I had was uh, my bike and, and a little car that I bought for to be good on gas. I didn't have a lot of money in the bank. I was in the complete opposite situation, but I had Jesus in my heart, and I found out what it meant to be filled by him, and I started to understand my identity, and I want you to know your identity today, and that's why I wrote this devotional. For the next 62 weeks, we are going to dive into the teachings of Jesus, the writings of the Bible. We're going to get a deeper understanding for why we're alive It's much more than just to go to heaven one day. It's much more than to just have a great career. It's much more than to just get a bunch of money and have a relationship and get married and have a bunch of kids and sit on the front porch one day, retired when your kids are out of the house and drinking sweet tea. No. Those are great things, and I hope for some of those too, but we have a much greater purpose, and it comes from Jesus Christ. And so I pray One, that you're excited about this. Two, invite someone else to join you on this course. And three, I want to pray over you because I want this to become real. I want this to sink deep in your heart. You're made by God for God. He's never changed his mind about you. No matter how far gone you think you are, his blood covers and removes all sin. He loves you and he wants to know you today. So let me pray for you as we close the first episode of this. Thanks so much for joining again. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I thank you so much that you've never changed your mind about us. You saw who we could be with your spirit inside of us. You saw who we were meant to be when we would get born again. You never lost heart. You never judged us. You never looked at us and shook your head and turned the other way in disgust. Father, even when we were far from you, you always saw our created value and potential. You made us in your image and you did not make a mistake. I pray, God, that today we would get a revelation, an awareness of how loved we are by you. And I thank you that your goodness and your love lead us to change, lead us to live a life worthy of the gospel of Christ. I pray that over every person watching and listening right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen.